We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, what's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to Bring the Juice. We are discussing roster cuts. The Indianapolis Colts at 4 p.m. today officially trimmed their roster from 80 down to the 53-man roster. Made a lot of cuts, some surprising moves, some moves not so surprising. So how we're going to do it for this episode, guys, is we are going to essentially talk about each position. We'll start at quarterback, work our way all the way to the special teams, talk about who made it, talk about some guys who were cut, some guys who we potentially think could be practice squad candidates as well. So let's start here, Derek, with the quarterbacks. I mean, the Colts elected, you called it, man. Colts elected to keep all three quarterbacks on the roster, Carson Wentz, Sam Ellinger, and Jacob Eason. Obviously, Eason is the backup right now. Sam Ellinger dealing with that injury he suffered in the last preseason game against the Lions. So first off, starting it pretty easy. No real surprises, no big cuts. Brett Hundley was cut, but really nothing of note that's really that surprising. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were actually surprised at uh, Hundley being cut given the circumstances surrounding, you know, the quarterback room as is. But then again, that's a lot of people, you know, just kind of overthinking it and overreacting to the news we've had the last couple of days. But nevertheless, you know, goes to show again, they have faith that Carson's going to do what he's got to do and Eason's serviceable. And then, you know, again, that Ellinger is going to be back after the first month of the season anyway. So, you know, again, they didn't, they also felt that if worse came to worse and they absolutely needed a quarterback, they can just go and get one off of waivers. It's not too difficult to do such a thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, Brett Hundley wasn't going to surprise anybody, right? Exactly. So, like, it's not really that big of a shock when you really think about it. And this also indicates, I think, that Sam Ellinger, his injury wasn't as bad as maybe some people were speculating, which is good. So hopefully to see him back there, whether it is on this on the active roster when he does get back, whether or not the Colts do shift that around, maybe try to get him to the practice squad. We'll see what happens there. But as it stands right now, he made the official 53-man for week number one. Let's move on now to the running backs. The Colts kept four guys. The four guys we all expected. They kept Taylor. They kept Mack. They kept Hines. And they kept Jordan Wilkins. So that means they had to cut a couple guys of note. Deion Jackson and Benny LeMay. What are your thoughts on, first off, the running back room that the Colts kept, and then the couple guys they had to cut? 
Uh, again, just kind of a no shocker, honestly. I mean, you and I kind of originally thought that's what was going to happen. You know, Jordan Wilkins being the last guy to round it out. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, for a guy like Benny LeMay too. I hope LeMay gets a roster spot somewhere on here. Uh, from what it sounds like is the Colts weren't making him priority for the practice squad, but it sounds like Dion Jackson is a priority to try to get on the practice squad. I mean, you remembered they paid him a little bit more money than what you would normally pay an undrafted free agent. So I would assume, you know, they were going to try to make sure that he stayed on because again, he has the ability to play special teams. If a guy goes down and they need somebody to step in and do that. And of course, if you know, one of these running backs go down and they need the depth, then Dion Jackson can be that guy. So I hope he makes the practice squad. I hope they keep him around because I like him. But at the end of the day, running backs being the way we kind of originally thought it would be. Yeah, and I'm glad as a Deion Jackson stand, I'm glad that they decided they want him on the practice squad because I really like him too. I, I liked what he did coming out of Duke, and, and I really liked what he did in the preseason, especially that third preseason game. The guy had two touchdowns, like, and he had the game winning, the game sealer for the touchdown. So, yeah, I'm glad that they're prioritizing him. Yeah, Benny LeMay, I mean, he was decent. I, I felt like he had some really nice moments for sure. And yeah. You point to that first game where he was dragging guys around, had that BS penalty. We all know we've touched on it before. But, yeah, I liked him. But, yeah, I think if I'm choosing between those two guys, I'm glad that they're going Deion Jackson over Benny LeMay. No offense to Benny LeMay. I just personally like Deion Jackson a little bit more. But we knew that the cuts were coming somewhere. And we probably figured it would probably be Deion Jackson, but you're right. I feel a lot better now if he's on the practice squad, if he clears waivers and all that stuff, that would make me feel a lot better. Let's move on now to a position that was widely, widely debated by so many people, wide receiver position. The Colts elect to keep seven guys on this final 53 man roster. Obviously we know T Y Hilton dealing with that injury, but they keep, the, the, the three other guys that we really thought were locks to make the roster, they they made it. No surprises there with Pittman, Campbell, and also Zach Paschal. They also kept Mike Strawn. They kept Desmond Patman, and they kept Ashton Doolin. So now you have your special teams guy in there as well and Doolin. And then obviously they cut a couple guys of note too that we thought showed really a lot of potential in the preseason action. They, they cut Tyler Vaughn's and also um, – they cut Tariq Black as well. So hopefully one or two of those guys get to the practice squad. What's your initial reaction to these seven guys who made the final 53, man? Well, I mean, you also missed another name that uh, was waived as well, and that was DeMichael Harris. Oh, DeMichael Harris. Also Thank being, you. Uh, waived there as well. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not surprised at the guys that did make the roster. I'm just surprised they made seven – they put seven guys there. I mean – I mean, I guess I could understand it. I'm still kind of shocked, though, because, you know, T.Y. Hilton, we've heard, is going to miss some time. We don't know how much time. So it's kind of like saying, oh, well, we're keeping seven, but we really only have six right now because we don't know when T.Y. is coming back. So it makes sense. But, gosh, I'm so happy for Desmond Patman, man. I'm so happy that he made this roster. I mean, you could tell he was just trying his best this offseason to get on this roster and do all he could in the preseason games. And, you know, after looking like the best wide receiver in uh, the, all the preseason games this year, 
you know, it's nice to see him getting rounding that position out. Uh, Marcus Brady, when talking about, you know, Ashton Doolin, we all kind of thought he was going to make the roster when we uh, heard him talking about Doolin. But again, you know, it, it's good to see. We kind of expected Strawn to be in. That's great. Uh, great to see what he could potentially do at that fifth spot. And then, you know, I'm interested to see if Patman gets any time. You know, I mean, there's still six receivers on this roster, but I mean, I hope Patman gets some chances. Uh, overall, I, I'm I'm really happy with the list. I'll be honest. Is it encouraging to you at all that the Colts haven't done anything with T.Y. Hilton? Like they haven't put him on the PUP. They haven't done anything, which thinks maybe he'll be back before that six or six to eight weeks around there. I don't know. I, I feel like, again, they still just and, – and this is kind of – that kind of does make sense to me because, you know, you could ask almost any doctor and say, okay, can you give me a timeline on this kind of injury, severe or not? Give me a timeline. And then they would give you different timelines. They'd say, well, you know, if it's not severe, it could be four to six weeks – that's severe. He's out for the season. It could just be that, that they still honestly have no idea on the severity. But then again, I'm thinking, well, you know, TY's had this injury now for what, two, three days now. And they still don't know. Right. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't truly believe that they don't know how severe this injury is because he would have seen a specialist Monday and they would have had an answer. So I, I, think that's quite possible that you know they still don't honestly know but they're not they are kind of more optimistic that this isn't going to be a season ender so I don't know what we'll have to see but you know unfortunately when TY comes back I mean what what does that do to round out the rest of the group I just hope you know if Patman gets time and he gets a few chances to play I hope he you know, steps up in those times because it might be the only few times he gets once T.Y. gets back. I, I mean, I, you're right. I think they would, right? I think they would know by now. So for me, I'm a little bit encouraged because I'm like, okay, maybe that means he's not missing half the season. Maybe that means, because they said he was going to miss some games. Some yeah. is very, very, it's very varying. That's it's very weird, varying, that's yes. Weird to say. But it, it is, like, it's so, like, broad it's like it could be two to one three game weeks. it could be five to six weeks it's like the Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson injury five to 12 weeks okay you're telling me it's a quarter of the season versus half the season right like no so for me I'm encouraged obviously we, we could be I mean I feel like every time I get freaking encouraged something bad yeah. happens so I'm gonna just knock <laughs> yeah on I was here. gonna say don't get your hopes up bro we still we don't even know yet we still don't even have a timeline yet. If I had a no. timeline, then I would probably say, well, given the circumstances of everything else that's happened this offseason. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My guess is he'll come back sooner rather than later, but I don't know at this point. I'll just I'll just shut up. I'll just zip my lips here and we'll move on. I just wanted to also give a shout out because I know your boy Reese Fountain just made the the initial 53 for the Chiefs. So that's awesome. Great dude. to that's see awesome. for Reese Fountain. Yeah. I'm so glad for him, man. Yeah, totally. With all the crap he's had to deal with. I mean, my goodness, thank goodness he's getting another chance with Kansas City. And look, apparently he had a really good preseason. Holmes too. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I'm hoping he makes it. I hope he, he continues to show out because yeah. I never felt like he had a – I mean, he had some chances, but he just kind of got an unfair shake with that injury. So, yeah, I want him to see him thrive and really, and you know, go somewhere and, and do some good things. So, just as long as he Fountain. doesn't do it against the Colts in the playoffs. That's all right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, all right. So, and also shout out Philip Dorsett uh, that got cut by the Jaguars. Colts <laughs> there. I just wanted to, to say – Sorry about that. <laughs> oh no, I broke it. <laughs> oh, that's good, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you remember the guy funny. that everybody when they cold strapped at Paris Campbell, they're like, "You see Philip Dorsett because he gets us has wears the same number." You remember that? So bad, so bad. <laughs> it's just silly, but anyway, we'll move on from the wide receivers and stay on the offensive pass catchers. I guess we'll we'll stay with the tight ends here. Uh, Colts kept all through the tight ends, we thought. I mean, no, it's really cut and dry, like we expected with really a lot of these positions on the offense. Very cut and dry here. The Colts keep Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox, and also Kylan Granson. They cut all the other tight ends on their roster. So what are your initial reactions to that? I'm not really surprised. You know, I kind of figured that would happen. Uh, I I kind of thought they might keep a fourth tight end because they did it all last season even though they really didn't need it. But I guess they felt confident in saying that these are the three guys we truly only need. And if we need a tight end, then we can, I, it wouldn't surprise me if one of these guys remains on the uh, practice squad. They'll probably, they might put a guy like uh for Rod green or a Jordan Thomas or somebody like that on a um, wearing as well. The guy they just signed, they were trying to get him. They were trying to claim him and they finally did. I mean, I would think they're trying to sneak him on the practice squad. They might, they might do that as well. So, but yeah, they feel confident in the guys that they have. And it's just like the quarterback situation. If you felt like you can go and get one, then they'll go and get one. So you just hope that the, the injury bug does not hit their tight end group. Like it did early last season. We saw what that was like. And that was terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the good thing is with, with worrying, if they kept like, say both those guys, I think the good thing is Warren's more of that receiving tight end. I feel like Farrah Green's more of that do it all tight end. So I would feel all right about it. Obviously you don't want an injury to happen to any of your tight ends, but they have a little bit of depth that you feel like, Oh, there's maybe some upside with some of these guys, but hopefully you can get them both on the practice squad. I'd be really excited for that. All right. So without further ado, Derek's got an announcement before we move on, because we're going to talk about the offensive line. Um, Derek, <laughs> I'm going to let you take it away here. Go for it. All right, fine. All right. I didn't know when you wanted me to do that. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to say, since we're halfway through this video, if you've made it this far into the video, uh, 
I just wanted to say that I have officially shaved my head. Well, wow. partially, partially, almost completely. I mean, you know, anyone sees me and they'll see uh, that's different from my normal hair. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's that's a new thing. So <laughs> what inspired this change? I'm curious. But I, I just know there's a buddy at work that, you know, had a lot shorter hair than me. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to just get it the same way. Just cause I was just like, I I'm just tired of the same top that I had before. And I just look like I literally just came out of the freaking army. Like that's <laughs> the kind of, that's the kind of hairdo I have right now. So yeah, I don't, I I don't care though. It's short. I like yeah. it. And I don't have to get a haircut for at least a month now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have an announcement as well. I did not cut my hair <laughs> just to let you all know that. No, he could not. He could not cut that ginger hair, boys. That That's that okay. can't possibly. No. What, okay. In the chat, in the chat, tell me what would be worse if he shaved his hair or if he shaved his beard and his mustache? Oh, oh I beard. feel like the, oh, beard. for me personally, the beard and the mustache would be worse. Have you seen pictures of me without it? Uh, I think very few. I don't think you've, you've never shared one with me before, but I might've there, seen one, but there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, look, you look a lot different now than what you did a, like three, four years ago. Okay. I I've seen a few of the pictures. You, you do old. look a lot different now. I've gotten old and I've gotten fat. It's not fun. <laughs> I've gotten old and a little fatter too, but hey, I'm losing weight, folks. Hey, there you go. Down to 250, so All I right. need to keep it. I'm going to show you the most shocking thing on earth. Okay. I don't know if you're All ready right, for boys. it or not. We're about to see a but, face reveal. Uh, if it'll focus. It'll focus. Hold on. Give it a minute. Yeah, it's right trying there. trying to not focus there. There it is. Hey, Cody Felger when he actually looked cool. <laughs> okay now back in college i think i was freshman or sophomore year so hey i i, I looked good my freshman year of college too bro i was thin i was i was all over the place man but not not anymore <laughs> i feel you i feel you man we'll, we'll be old and fat together all right that's, that's what the <laughs> hey, podcast man. is good for <laughs> yeah yeah that's very true especially if we keep getting those free breakfasts from our guy at that uh, hotel man Shout yeah out to you. for real <laughs> That was yeah, great. Seriously. What was his name again? Do you remember? It was either Dan or it was Andrew. I can't remember. I thought it was. I think David. I'm gonna have to look that up now. I'm gonna be mad if I don't. I think it's David. I'm pretty sure it was David. Might be. Let me uh, let me check something real quick. I can go to my profile and check that out. But yeah. if you want to break down the uh, offensive yeah. line again, yeah, guys. Sorry, we got off topic. Shocker. All right, uh, let's move on to the offensive line. Speaking of Derek looking like he wants to kill everybody, let's go to the offensive line and talk about the guys who did make it. All right, so Julian Davenport made it at left tackle. Eric Fisher obviously made it. We'll see what happens with that injury when he does come back, but right now he did make it. Uh, Will Fries made it, which I thought was good. Um, we were kind of questioning whether or not he was going to make it. Then you got obviously your starters. You got Nelson. You got Kelly. You got Gowinski. You got Smith. Some of the other reserves, Danny Pinter made it. Chris Reed made it as well. And um, also Matt Pryor made it. The guy that the we Colts just traded for traded Yep. For. today. They traded a six round pick and got recouped a seventh and also got Pryor. I was texting with our boy RB about it. Yeah. And he was like, he has potential, but he'll also drive you mad. And there was, he showed me like this thing of he allowed like four sacks at right tackle last year. So 
Oh, but I'm like, bro, we, you can't go any worse than what we had. At they offense. might not make him a tackle, though. They might make right. him an interior offensive lineman due to his size. Yeah. Also, it was Damon Arnold who it was. It was Damon. Damon. I, Damon. I, I knew it started with a D somehow. I just didn't remember. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I saw the Matt Pryor statistics. I mean, talk about a mammoth human being. Six, seven, 330 pounds. I mean, that's bigger than Quentin Nelson. I mean, that's about huge. there. Yeah, that's, that's huge. So, I mean, you know, it, it allows for, you know, guys like Danny Pinter and uh, and other guys like Will Fries to be a tackle, you know, since they're a little bit smaller in that regard to be those guys on the outside. But, I mean, I'll be honest here, dude. I am very surprised that Will Fries made this roster. I'm mm -hmm. very surprised by that. Um I mean, just looking at these freaking cuts. I mean, I mean, look at this. Yeah, so got it. we already knew we knew Eldrin Camp was going to be the odd man out. We already knew that. Yeah, we yeah. kind of just assumed that right away. But Will Holden and Joey Hunt not making the roster—that's insane. Now, whether or not any of these guys make the practice squad, I don't know. Uh, I doubt it. But um, I mean, I am surprised at. More of Will Holden than Joey Hunt. I, I will be completely honest because they tried to make Joey Hunt an interior offensive lineman there and he wasn't doing very great. Uh, but, I mean, I guess it really goes to show you for two things. One, how confident they are in Davenport to take over for those few weeks that Fisher's out and how close Eric Fisher actually is to being back rather than spending a whole lot of time out of there. And so really, I mean, outside of that, I mean, cause Will Fries was, Will Fries was what primarily a left guard in college. So, um, I mean, he played everywhere. I guess you could technically say Will Fries is a third string left tackle, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, he I mean, played very more guard, I would say he played more guard in like the preseason. He was thinking he was yeah. a right guard, if I'm not Yeah, mistaken. he was playing right guard a lot. So, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, they kept a lot more interior offensive linemen than they did with the tackles, which is very uh, strange to me. But I think they also said, you know, if Quentin Nelson needs to play left tackle at any point just to be a serviceable guy for an extended period, they have enough interior offensive linemen to make that work. Um, overall though, I'm really happy for Will. I'm glad he made it. And that's one of the bigger surprises here of this group. But yeah, like you said, for Fisher making the roster and not being on any, uh, list to start the year off. I mean, again, goes to show you, I think he's going to be back within that, uh, within the next five weeks, to be honest with you. Which is great. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what we hoped, you know, and especially with being on the COVID list now, being exposed to somebody, one of the coaches, I think, who did test positive. You're like, oh, man, is this going to push his recovery back even more? And so, yeah, we'll see, obviously, what happens there. But, yeah, I think that was encouraging. Carter o O'Donnell, I wanted to mention his name. He also got cut as well from the offensive line. So, yeah, I honestly, that interior, I feel really good about it when all healthy. I mean, you got Chris Reed at left guard. Presumably, you got Danny Pinter at center, and then you got Will Fries at right guard. I mean, that's a pretty solid reserve offensive lineman in the interior. So, I'm excited for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's move on now, though, to the defense. Uh, the Colts kept a good amount of defensive linemen. A good amount. A good amount. A great didn't amount. We, didn't we say? Didn't we say nine? 
Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. We said nine. Seven, I think we said nine. They kept 11. That's nuts. Yeah, I know. I think we said nine in our predictions, which, yeah. I mean, that is that is a lot more than what we expected. A lot more. <laughs> yes, it, it was. It really was. I mean, let's just go through it, man. I mean, there's a lot. A lot to break down here. Uh, they obviously the ends the Colts kept Quiddy Pay, Taekwon Lewis, presumably your two starters, Alkadi Muhammad, Kamoko Ture, Ben Banigou, and Isaac Rochelle. But I think the bigger surprise was the interior. The Colts kept Buckner, Stewart, Woods, Stallworth, and Williams. So they kept a lot of guys on the defensive interior. Derek, we had conversations like we thought it could be a battle between Woods and Stallworth for that other roster spot. And they kept both of them. And they added another interior defensive lineman. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's quite impressive that they kept so many guys. I mean, you know, it, I guess it's I guess it's good because, you know, again, they have so much faith in how many how much depth they have. And if they keep that many all around. Oh my gosh, that's that's huge because later in the season when something like that is needed, oh my gosh, the depth on the defensive line group is so needed. It's so needed and and, the, and especially today's NFL and especially when it comes to the COVID related stuff, you know, for guys that are were on the cusp of not making it. I mean, I'm glad Rochelle found a, a way in here. You and I thought he might be the surprise cut. You know, we didn't think he would quite make it, but Apparently he did enough this off season to say, well, I mean, we're going to keep you around. And uh, Antoine Woods kind of figured he would stay, but yeah, keeping Chris Williams, that was insane. Uh, Andrew Brown. I really fell in love with Andrew Brown this off season. Uh, unfortunate. He couldn't uh, make it on there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they keep him on the practice squad. I doubt it for as many guys as you have, but I mean, you know, Andrew Brown did a really great job this offseason. It had to have been neck and neck when it came to him and Williams because those two were battling for it. But again, huge group. Uh, I mean, obviously, it'll be difficult to get all of those guys in there at any point. But I mean, it's great depth and the Colts obviously uh, need it this year. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they definitely do. And also just wanted to uh, also say Dio Adangbo got placed on the reserve uh, list, non-football injury list. So not really much of a surprise there, but the Colts did that with Dio Adangbo as well. All right, let's move on to the linebackers. Now the Colts kept six linebackers for the 53-man initially. Not really a huge shock there. I know the biggest one that we were like, we we're hoping he made it, but he didn't. Isaiah Kafuzi got waived a couple days ago. So, you know, they hate to see that, but I don't think there was much surprise, especially like defensive line. We were really surprised. Linebacker, not so much. Yeah. I mean, we kind of predicted this one. Um, the other news that was big for me, the guy that I was looking for was Curtis Bolton. Uh, mm -hmm. Was waived, but from what it sounds like is that the Colts are looking – to keep him on the practice squad. I mean, I love that. I love that Curtis Bolton staying on the practice squad because I mean, if I'm going to be completely honest here outside of Andre, I think Curtis Bolton had the best off season when it came to the preseason games of everyone on this team. And that includes the offense. I mean, Bolton brought all the energy in the world on that defense was making plays. 
And it was, it was great. It was great to see that. And, you know, I hope that he does stay on the practice squad. And, you know, maybe if a couple guys go down, you hope not, but I mean, you know, a guy that can come in and provide some energy uh, is definitely needed on this defense. I'm trying to think Curtis Bolton reminds me of some player. Like he's not the most talented guy in the world, but he just plays his heart out, man. It reminds me. I, I don't know if it's a good comparison, but I think it reminds me a lot of uh, like Erlacher in a way, you know, just a guy that just loves to create the play. And he always shows that emotion uh, just from, you know, making every play that he can. Yeah. I mean, obviously not as talented as Erlacher for sure, but I like that intensity. There's that only a few linebackers in the world that have ever been as talented as Erlacher. Right. But you <laughs> like the mindset for sure. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, defensive backs now. I mean, the Colts really didn't cut anybody of no, honestly, um, out of the corners and the safeties. I mean, the one guy that made it though, the one yeah. guy that made it. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's start here and talk about the corners. The Colts kept Xavier Rhodes, Kenny Moore, Rocky Sin, TJ Carey, Marvell Tell, Isaiah Rogers. Okay. We, we, we kind of figured that would happen. Right. I mean, I know we initially had Marvell Tell being cut, but after both Sean Davis's got cut, we're like, okay, I think our Marvell Tell might be a little bit more, uh, be on this roster a little bit better now. His chances probably increased now. But yeah, the Colts kept their four safeties Julian Blackman, Kari Willis, George Odom, and our guy, Andre. Derek, you say it. Just just pronounce it for us. It's Shashari. Nice. Well, I'm glad you remembered that. Yep. Andre Shashari. So yeah, shout out to Andre, man. Came yeah. in, nobody knew who he was. I just remembered the name from last year when the Colts like picked him up randomly. I was like, this dude's not going to contribute. He's your backup free safety. <laughs> He's the fourth safety on the roster, man. That's insane. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, I'm surprised they only kept four safeties. I'm gonna be honest. I thought they would have kept one of the Sean Davises, but apparently they just felt that safety was good enough to where they didn't feel injury concern was gonna be a problem. And you know, for the way. Uh, Shasari played this offseason. I mean, really played a, a, his heart out. I mean, it's great to see, you know, a guy like him make this roster. Um, that's awesome. You know, may not get a lot of playing time at all, but a guy that, again, originally was a corner and then just got moved to safety just because of his ability to uh, roam the field a lot better. I mean, that's really awesome. I I'm, I'm so happy for him. And I know that him and, uh, obviously his family have been saying it a lot that they really, really hoped that Andre was going to make this roster and that, you know, they appreciated the Colts. Uh, a lot of the Colts fans saying how much they enjoyed watching him play this off season so far. And that's, that's just hard work paying off there. I love it. And in regards to the cornerback room, yeah, it's pretty telling. We, we kind of anticipated that. You know, I mean, I hope uh, Isaiah Rogers gets some uh, chances at that third corner spot, though. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But, yeah, just some cuts for you guys to be aware of. Um, the guy that the Colts signed at the beginning of training camp, Holton Hill, they released him. Um, they released Anthony Chesley as well. They released Ibrahim Campbell. Sean Davis and the other Sean Davis out of Florida. But it seems like the Colts want to get the rookie Sean Davis on their practice squad. So 
I mean, that's great news. Hopefully they do get land him on the practice squad. Cause I think he has a lot of talent. He just, he got injured early on and, you know, didn't really have a great preseason game, but I think the talent is there for sure. So I hope that they keep him on their active or on their practice squad. So if one of these safeties goes down, maybe then he has a chance to be on the 53 man roster. And then obviously the special teams guys, I mean, pretty cut and dry again, Colts keep all three of their guys that keep Blankenship, they keep Sanchez and they keep Luke Rhodes. So that rounds out the 53 man roster. Derek, instant reactions to this 53-man roster ahead of week number one. Um, I, I'm I'm happy about it. You know, I like where uh, they went. I'm glad that, you know, some extra guys at the wide receiver group and the defensive line group are getting in. Uh, kind of sucks that Andrew Brown didn't make it for me. But other than that, you know, I'm glad everybody else uh, made it onto this list. And I'm happy with some of the guys who I've heard the Colts are going to try to keep on the practice squad so far. So. All in all, I like the roster, man. I think we're set up uh, well for success here. I think so. I think we're deep on the offensive and defensive lines, which is huge and not much needed, especially with the 17th game. I think you're going to need that a lot more than you realize initially here looking at the 53-man roster. And obviously Chris Ballard realizes that for keeping all the guys that he does. And I'm just glad that guys like Ben Banigou and you know some of those young defensive linemen, they're still getting a chance to show what they got, right? I mean, Ben Banigou, we didn't talk about, but like, I felt like he really had a great strong preseason and he really earned his way onto this roster. So credit to him, man, for, for doing that and, and really working hard. And same with Isaac Rochelle. I mean, we thought maybe both these guys could potentially be cut, but they worked hard. They had pretty strong preseasons and boom, they're on the 53 man. So, all right, guys, well, that'll do it for our look at the 53 man roster, our reactions to these roster cuts. And obviously these are going to probably change as the weeks go on as different guys are cuts. The, or cut, excuse me, the Colts are going to probably add some more guys here, maybe on that offensive line, maybe at the corner position. I don't know where exactly they're going to do it. You never know, but it could it could happen. You don't know. So that'll do it, guys. Right now, that is the Colts official 53-man roster. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate all your help. And as always, guys, go Colts. Yeah.